0: When buying or selling your home, call Leo Bato. He has years of experience in real estate, showing honesty and integrity in every transaction. He's a person you can definitely trust. So book your appointment with Leo Bato today by giving him a call at 818-648-4837 or by visiting him on the web at www.leobato.realtor.com. And the podcast will begin in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, live at Paco's Place, my good friend, Mr. Mark Damien! Nice. Good to have you back. Nice to be back. You look sexy. What what, what <laughs> happened?
1: <laughs> I'm blushing already. <laughs> what
0: changed?
1: Uh, what's changed since last time I was here?
0: Oh wait, wait, before you before you answer that. Kudos to your first and second episodes, especially the second one because okay. we were kind of. Remember, we were we were. Do we do this? Do we not do this? Let's do this.
1: Oh yeah! Right, the dark yeah. episode. The dark episode. Uh,
0: yeah. Oh my god! But then again, we inspired so many people.
1: That was terrifying. I got to tell you because I remember. Christmas. Oh my god! I remember getting home, and thinking to myself, "What did I just do?" <laughs> What did I just talk about on a on a in, in a public forum? Right. And I'm like, okay, relax. You know, a couple of weeks will go by. You know, the guys will send me a, a you know, you guys always send me <laughs> the taped interview to say, hey, take a listen. If there's anything that you're really uncomfortable with airing, we'll take then it out. We'll take it out. Never happened. I never got that. <laughs> and I just remember. Being on social media one day, seeing Mark Damien interviewed, <laughs>
0: oh my god, my okay, heart home. just really?
1: dropped through the floor. I'm like, they didn't, they didn't let me listen to this. They didn't let me. So I, I, I listened with you know everybody else that was listening, and I'm like, wow, you really, you really, you really said some stuff, big stuff, big stuff, and uh, I was pretty, uh, pretty horrified at first. And then the messages started coming in.
0: What were your feedback? Because I'll tell you mine after you tell me yours.
1: feedback was pretty unbelievable. Um, it was really, really positive. It was yes. really, I, I, I thank you so much for sharing. I can't believe your sincerity. I'm like, not a can I. I can't. <laughs> and, but, you know, uh, people really, really dug uh, the, um, you know, not just doing an interview and phoning it in and promoting right a show or a tour or a record it was like hey we're going to talk about the not so good stuff yeah we're going to talk about you know rehab stints and you know over it was overindulgence and alcohol and drugs and this rejection, and rejection like,
0: everything crap. was there yeah
1: and i i didn't really i mean there were a couple things that i held back on uh, and i i saw it during the interview i'm like yeah yeah you, you know <laughs> that's still a little too like it's easier um i think i think people um accept alcoholism more mm. than they you know yes. will accept drug drugs use. yeah so i was real like yeah, we're not gonna go there. You know, my no, mom. I mean- my mom's gonna listen to this, and anyway. <laughs> so I, I did like reel it back in a little bit. But I I I unleashed enough to be like really really terrified. But you know, um, yeah, I talked about a lot of stuff, and uh, the response I I got more emails and more Facebook messages and and more response from that interview saying, wow, that was really really cool of you to like you know. Talk about that stuff. And the first maybe person. Help somebody out.
0: Yeah, because the first person who texted me after that episode was my then 26 year old son. He's 27 now. Oh. We talked about your son that mm-hmm. episode, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, wow. Mm. Wow. I'm a fan of this guy. <sighs> <is> the- <laughs> Everybody
1: loves a story, you know? I think, and, and, but it's I mean, authentic. it's authentic. It was real. Yes. Uh, and, and when somebody doesn't have to live f- through the, the stuff that you're talking about, they, they like hearing about it yeah. and, and that's, that's, Hey, you know, interesting.
0: Very, <laughs> but you know what? I'm very you proud know? of you.
1: Hey man. Very, it, very proud of you. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was a very relieving and, and you know, and I, I'll, I'll even be more honest, uh, right now about it. The sad, the saddest part of it was by the time it aired, I had fallen off the wagon again. So I was getting all these great positive messages about, Oh my God, you're so honest about this. And so happy that you're doing so well. And I'm like, Oh crap. (laughs) So, but it's, it's a work in progress. It is constantly every day on the street and And then you go out on the road and it's much harder because you're like, okay, just one more time. I'm going to like, now I'm on this tour and I'm having, you know, how am I going to have, you know, any fun without doing my usual, you know, thing. So, yeah.
0: It is what, what it is. It is what it is. Right? right? Speaking of tour.
1: Mm-hmm. Really,
0: uh, Jeff
1: Skunk Jeff Skunk Baxter. Baxter. We did, um, we did m- most of May on the East Coast. Wait,
0: wait, wait. No, no, no. Let's start from the... How'd you get the
1: gig? Oh, how did I get the gig? Um a phone call <laughs> a Referral <laughs> referral yeah you know uh i'll i'll uh, what were you
0: doing when you got the call were you
1: expecting i was in rehab okay. <laughs> there, <laughs>
0: yeah. why not right you know what it's not i, I, hey, I and
1: your life's falling apart but I, we, I you tell got, I, we got I, this gig for you i tell
0: myself because it's not like like every time i fall off the wagon i'm like i'm gonna get back up i'm gonna get back up and and like what we talked about when we first started the podcast, mm-hmm. we touch one life, we're good. And you know what? Ironically, or maybe coincidentally, your episode was touching your own life at that time. Wow,
1: uh, maybe right? Yeah. A- I mean, judging by the response, I mean it really, it really, you know, people dug the the real you. conversation.
0: Yeah, the real you. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're in rehab. So yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm I'm chilling out. You know uh being clean and, yeah. and doing my meetings and um uh i have this i have this friend of mine uh we'll call him jordan okay because that's his name <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah i know okay. why why change the, why? the names of the guilty shout out to jordan okay. jordan is, is is one of my longest friend longest like uh, I met Jordan pretty early on in moving to Los Angeles in 2012. I think I probably met him within the first 6 months of me being here. And uh he works uh for a a, a little band called Toto.
0: <laughs> nice little band.
1: Yeah, and uh so he's in that camp and he's he's been a fan of mine for like since day one. He came to see me play with a band. He's like, "Wow, that drummer is really good." Got a pretty decent voice too. And, you know, playing my ass off and, uh, we just kept in contact. Right. And then for, you know, fast forward eight and a half to nine years of him calling me up saying, dude, I put your name in the hat for this gig. And never did it come to fruition. Never, ever, ever. So when he called me, I want to say in, uh, it was probably March. I want to say of this year and uh he's like i i put your i put your name in the hat for this kid and and
0: after nine years he's he was still enthusiastic every time he was
1: still i mean i remember the the big joke is is like a couple years ago he does a lot of session work for the hallmark channel and so he's always playing you know these these he's writing songs for for scoring these really corny hallmark movies (laughs) So he's like, I'm going to get you on one of these gigs playing playing a session. It pays really great. I'm like, cool, man. Anything that you can throw my way after all these years. Um, and uh, he, he calls me up one day. He's like, hey, man, I got you the session for this Hallmark gig. And I'm like all excited because I really need the work yeah. at that point. He's like, so how are your brush tops? Oh. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to the, to the young drummers coming up don't neglect the brushes no, sh- because sh- the sh- silence sh- on the other yeah. end of the phone is i'm like
0: oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> honestly so to this day he's like hey man how are your brush chops uh so he he calls me up in in march april whenever it was and he's like hey i put your name in the hat um you know i've introduced you to cj vanston who's keyboard player amazing played with Joe Cocker for years. Uh, he's been on records with everyone from Barbra Streisand to Prince to like he's he's and and spot CJ on. and I have had drinks together. We've he's a, an acquaintance through Jordan. I've known him for probably about seven years. And he's like, CJ produced a record for skunk Baxter. I'm like skunk Baxter of the doobie brothers and steely yeah. dan and like a gazillion yeah, yeah, yeah. records you know
0: he played guitars for for steely dan right he played guitar
1: he was a, a member of steely dan and the doobie and brothers the doobie but brothers. he played guitar on probably like 300 records like yeah. not even you know exaggerating like donna summer the dolly parton nine to five was yep, him that, i mean yeah all this stuff i'm like yeah, okay. I'll I'll get that call. And I I you know, I wasn't I wasn't like, yeah, whatever, dude. I just said, "Oh, thanks, Jordan. I I appreciate you putting my name in the hat." And uh, I'll, you know, I'll wait for the call. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I remember going to dinner that night with my girlfriend and a bunch of friends. And um, we were all having conversations about, "Hey, what's going on?" blah blah. And I just started I'm like, "Yeah, so I got this call today and I told them about it." And they're like, wow, that's pretty awesome. I'm like, yeah, never going to end. And they're like, well, what if you get the call? I'm like, well, that'll even be more terrifying than <laughs> not getting the call. Like I'm like I'm going to be ready for that gig. Uh, so I kind of forgot about it. And, and about two weeks later, uh, because I had CJ's number on my phone, a big old picture of CJ comes up on my caller ID. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. And I answered the phone. I'm like, "Hello."
0: What CJ say? He's
1: like, "Hey, man, uh, how you been?" Blah blah blah. Small talk, small talk. He's like, "Hey, I, yeah, I was talking to Jordan. Uh, got this tour coming up. Got this record that I produced with uh, Skunk Baxter. You know, you know who he is." I'm like, "Yeah, I've heard of him." Yeah. <laughs> and um, and he's like, you know, I I called Jordan because he's kind of you know he's he's the yeah. young guy in the LA scene and and he's got a beat on on. You know who's who's the right cats for the gig, you know, and uh, we gave him the the three part criteria. We said we need a good drummer. Okay, well in LA you can you can kind of find a couple guys that are guys or girls that are, mm, are that pretty are good play circles. Just right, go on,
0: go on TikTok. You know? <laughs> I yeah,
1: going me start in that. Um, and then uh, number two, they got to be able to sing. Oh. Okay, so the, 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 the list gets a little smaller. And then third thing is they gotta be really good with electronic drums. We want We want programming, we want, you know, sampling sounds from the record, all that stuff. and And Jordan's response is, I got one name for you, yeah. And it's Mark Damien. And of course, in in total like you know typical LA response oh yeah i forgot about that guy <laughs> if you are not in their face 24/7 reminding them who you are like i mean i you know the guy's been to my studio he 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 has a studio blocks from mine he rehearses at mates across the street when he's touring with tears for fears or whoever he's on you know he's the guy's been on the road with everybody and oh yeah i forgot about that guy <laughs> And, uh, and I'm like, Yeah, well, uh, I'm available. And he's like, Alright, well, we're gonna set up a zoom meeting uh, with with the three of us. I'm like, who's the three of us? He's like, Oh, you and me and the skunk. That's kind of good. Okay. So uh, yeah, I was I was in a in in my private quarters and in, in my rehabs. <laughs> and and i and i'm on i'm on this zoom call with with skunk and jeff and i'm like hey you know and uh they just wanted to to get a vibe you know and um and then i remember uh cj walked away for a little bit and jeff and i were talking and he's like so you know um what do you think about the record man do you dig it i'm like I haven't heard the record yet. <laughs> CJ never sent me the record. I'm like, I don't know. I, he's like, oh, well, maybe you don't even like the songs. Maybe you don't even like the material. I'm like, Jeff, I, 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 I think I'll be all right, man. I think whatever you're you're putting out is probably going to be pretty pretty but cool. But the
0: honesty pays off. You could have easily said, yeah, I like. I it. mean,
1: honestly, if I would have hated it. I would have been like, ah, crap, well I guess I should yeah. do the- Oh man. And when I when I got the they sent me a link to a private, you know, uh, you know, song listing and I listened to it and I'm like, Wow, is this gonna be fun? This is just Who played
0: be fun? drums on the record?
1: Oh boy! I think there were two or three different guys, and I cannot tell you one of them, and I feel really bad about that because I, I just don't, I just don't remember. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't Vinny. Okay. It wasn't Jr. Okay. Although those guys have worked all together, yeah. and and the stories are just amazing, you know. Um, uh, so
0: finally, wait, let's go back to the <laughs> Zoom call. Let, 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 we're, we're still yeah. there. So you haven't listened to the record. CJ was not in. In that Zoom meeting, it was just you and Scott. Well, Skunk. no,
1: the three, but he had stepped away yes, to do whatever, yes. so it was so just, it was just you and Scott. Yeah.
0: So, uh, well, how was he? How was he sizing you up?
1: Um, you know, I, I we were just talking about stuff. Um, you know, we were talking about the record. He asked me if I heard it. I said, no, not yet. The CD never sent it to me. Uh, he was really genuinely concerned about like whether or not I liked the material, <laughs> and um. And uh yeah, I mean it was it was brief but you know um, look there's there's a lot of people that can play. and we've talked about this before about like you've got to share a stage, you got to you got to you got to be at the hotels, you got to be yep. in a bus and travels with these people for an extended it, period. Yeah, of, the of dynamic
0: time. has to work.
1: So you know, you can find the players in LA. Mm. You can find, you know, the list may may shorten a little bit when you, when you put all the criteria in, but are we going to be able to stand this guy for, right. <laughs> for right. six weeks on the road or whatever? So I think they figured out that I was, I was, you know, cool enough, uh, to be in the room with them. And, um, and then, yeah, uh, weeks went by CJ and I worked for about six weeks in pre-production
0: just both of you yeah i would go to his
1: studio i'm like all right pull up the stems man i gotta you know pull these things in and then um you know i think cj would talk to jeff uh, about like the amount of work that we were putting in and you know baxter being kind of you know old school he's like man why just show up and play the drums and (laughs) And CJ, that's not why we called this guy the, the, these were the things that we wanted out of right, this guy, right. you know so the work on the front end I was just happy to do it how um, many
0: how many in his band you CJ? there's four of us oh wow yeah but you guys have to sound massive hence the stems right
1: yeah there there's I mean you know who doesn't use a laptop live anymore there there's Correct. a couple things on back and track but CJ especially prides himself on playing all that stuff he's got two boards but they're split into Ah. four sections and the stuff that that guy's doing i'm thinking is guitar stuff and i'm like where is that coming from (laughs) and then i'm seeing him and he's playing it there's a there's a section where there's there he's playing banjo and then pedal steel on top and um you know the custom sounds that he's creating right with these swell i mean the people on the record too i mean um Michael McDonald is a, is a guest vocalist and co-songwriter
0: on one of the tunes. So his, his stem is coming out.
1: Well, I mean, uh, Hank, the bass player, is singing the lead oh, vocal okay, okay. for that song. So Hank is taking like, you know, 90% of the lead vocal stuff. But it's like Clint Black is singing a song. Johnny Lang is singing a song. Michael McDonald... Uh, who am I missing? There, it's like you know, they really have a lot of different people coming in. I think the, the original intent was to put out a, a, um, a uh, all instrumentals. Mm. And I think Michael McDonald was the first one that said, it's Hey, man, I'll, I'll, I'll put something down. Whatever you're with, <laughs> old, old, old flannel voice. That's, that's what Jeff calls it. Old flannel voice came in and laid down this track. And, um, Boy, we're we're playing uh I don't want to jinx it, but we're playing Santa Barbara coming up. When? Uh it's the last day of the tour, I think August. Wait, 8th? where
0: where where does the tour start and when?
1: We start, let's see. W- first rehearsal was today. We got rehearsal tomorrow and Today, Thursday. by the way, this is
0: being taped on uh, July twenty sixth. Sixth? Is okay. it twenty sixth, yeah? Is that what it is? Yeah.
1: Yeah? Okay. So our travel day is Friday. So I want to say what's Saturday, the 30th. Does that sound right? Yes. And... Where will you be on Saturday? We'll be, I believe, somewhere in or uh, around about Sacramento is where we start. And then we make our way all the way down to San Diego.
0: Wow. West Coast. Um,
1: So all West Coast. I know that we're in Los Angeles on Tuesday... 2nd august 2nd where at, at, the at? troubadour
0: nice right yes yeah.
1: nice. Nice. We,
0: we should go watch and invite other people yeah. to go watch yeah so what are you doing to prepare for this tour how could, is that why you look sexy
1: <laughs> well uh yeah because when i first got here you're like no, no, oh no. my god you yeah, lost yeah, weight yeah, yes like, <laughs> Backhanded. okay yes <laughs>
0: yes yes <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Leo Bato and Associates, ang realtor na Bato.
1: No, I'll take that because, you know, um, the last time I was here, which was about a year ago, I was in I was in a pretty bad
0: uh, pandemic. place. Your pandemic body. Well,
1: yeah, and that's what I kind of blamed it on. I was like, okay, I, I guess I'm not working out as often as I should be. I'm ordering in. I'm, I'm kind of fat, lethargic, idiot, just like not doing what I should... Uh, that's
0: you talking uh, I never said it No <laughs> Okay
1: No But you know And here's here's another You know uh, we're, we're moving into that Whole honesty Like we're just gonna Talk about this You know this.
0: Mark There's I no was... reason for you Not to be honest Cause Cause um, that's your reputation On this <laughs> on this podcast man
1: Well I come here For the therapeutic <laughs> <laughs> like I should just stop with the weekly therapist and just come here yeah, your, or at least zoom meeting with you. Your mom I'll gets give ex- you the money. Okay, no. no, no.
0: Your mom gets excited every time you're here. Oh, my son's going to be honest again on Paco's podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, what mom's thinking? What am I going to learn about my son this time around? <laughs> <sighs> so, um, no, but I mean, nobody likes I mean, it's another one of those taboo subjects. Okay, so mental uh health. health yeah. Uh, which is it seems to be a, a, a pretty talked about hot button issue which these is days, good to be talk- yeah uh I was on a medication and and I'm here to tell you about uh, I, I i I'm not gonna tell you that I'm against medications because for some people they work and um but the process of figuring out you know the
0: the the, the amount the, the, the
1: which one which the one amount. The
0: amount. The combination, the,
1: the process uh-huh. of going through that was always what deterred me from doing it in the first place. Mm. And you know what, sometimes you do, it just sucks being right because I went through it. I went through, I think six or seven different medications and, and mind you, when you start one, it takes about, I don't know, seven to 10 days for it to work into your system. right? And about another seven to 10 days to tell you if it's working for you or not. Wow. And you will learn very quickly if it is not the right one. And, uh, and then, then you have to wean yourself off and then get back on yeah. another one. And it's just a disaster, but I'm like, okay, here I am. This is, the, I just got to do this now. So long story short, um, I, I was put on a medication called rig which is, uh, the devil in a pill. Um, and
0: uh hey how did how did how did it make you feel
1: Well here's the the sad part about it is it worked and it worked for a while and I was just so pleased with the fact that it was working that I never bothered to google the side effects Ooh. I never asked any questions because I was just absolutely so desperate
0: Yeah because after to get after those well, and you know? after those pills not working the other ones this one was like hey Yeah
1: yeah. After a while, you just stop asking questions like, okay, what's this one going to do? What are the bad side effects? Because there's a list yes. for every single one of yes. them. And uh, they put me on this crap called and, and um.
0: What were the side effects of Rixalti?
1: Well, it I was on it for a year and a half, and I didn't get any of the side effects until a year in. I gained 24 pounds, hence the reason I was, you know. Ah. Heavy when I was yeah. here last. Uh, I slept for an average of twelve to fourteen hours a day. You
0: lazy bastard! Uh,
1: yeah, and I mean, people <laughs> yeah. are yelling at me. You're know, like, you look like hell. You're sleeping too much. You know, I, you know, and you know, we didn't, we didn't know that that was we the problem. Know. What was the other, th- the third big one? Oh, oh, mm. and I, st- uh, and and here's here's an e- e- a big one too. Uh, dyskinesia. I don't know if you know the term. Dyskinesia. Dyskinesia. Is that
0: in Southeast Asia? (laughs)
1: I've never (laughs) been there. It's not not a a place you want to vacation.
0: Oh, that was Indonesia.
1: (laughs) No. No. Dyskinesia is is involuntary motion, very much like uh, Parkinson's. Oh. So...
0: Not not like Tourette's, kind of, huh?
1: Yeah, borderline.
0: Borderline Tourette's.
1: I mean, it's leg twitches, hand twitches, and most notably, jaw movement that you can't control. Ah. Uh, so... It's like you're on meth. <laughs> you're chewing your tongue off, really. Oh, and it was... So you was, thought you
0: were developing a habit?
1: Well, I didn't, I didn't know what it was until somebody... It, people were starting to point it out. They're like what are you what's going on with your with your mouth and then i was like i i I don't know i was i was wearing a mask a lot and i thought that for some reason maybe i was wearing like i'm not even paying attention to what i'm doing with my mouth anymore so i thought that that had something to do with it i just didn't think in a million years that it was anything to do with the medication right 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 had i just did a little bit of a search then i started seeing commercials for it hmm And the commercials, you know, when they put medication commercials on, the stipulation is you can advertise your crazy ass drug, but but you've got to put the list of every Possible
0: side? Yeah, effect. with the guy saying it at 180 beats per minute, right? <laughs> side effects may make- cause. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah they <laughs> do it <laughs> fast,
1: <laughs> and they try to gloss over it. Like, yeah, it may cause you know, you know, uh, anal leakage. You know, like whatever. It, <laughs> it's always something, something terrible. But they just like gloss over it. Like, ah, anal leakage. <laughs> <laughs> no big thing. You'll get, you'll get by, but um and i think it well it was my my uh my longtime production and music partner ken roberts with the josie pace yep. project we were on the phone together and he's like what is it that you're on again and i told him this resulting and he's like holy crap you need to get off this stuff he's like have you read the side effects i'm like mm, negative Um, But I've been seeing these commercials and I noticed that at the end of the commercial, like one of the big things is may cause involuntary movements in your face and limbs could be permanent.
0: I've
1: been off this stuff for a long time and I still, I still have, I I have Mm. things going on. Not, not nearly. I mean, uh, it was really, really bad to the point where I was, I was literally cut from a josie pace video because it i looked i it just was it it was terrible they couldn't they're like we can't we can't can't use use any of this footage you will not want us to use any of this footage and you get
0: you gain 10 more pounds on tv
1: yeah so not only you know i was i was catching a lot of hell for for the weight gain you know Mm -hmm. to their to their defense they didn't know it was the medication they're like oh you know and and then you know this whole you know chewing off my face on camera, they're like, "Yeah, you look terrible. You're you're doing all this weird shit with your mouth. We can't use any of this." So I was, I was sadly cut from the how from did, the I video. Mean,
0: how did it feel? I, I mean, this 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 whole rejection thing again. This whole frustration. You, you you thought you found the the right one, and then it wasn't the right one.
1: Yeah. It did, it, did it
0: did it cause a tailspin again?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, it did. Of
1: course. Um, because you know, there I am being right again. Mm. You know, I didn't want to be right, but I was right. I see, I proved my point that this stuff is all garbage. It's never going to work. Maybe I should, you know, um, get more off old yeah. school and, yeah. and be like, like my dad. Just you know, yeah, deal with it. Suck it, it yeah, up. <laughs> suck it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. So yeah, I haven't. I haven't been on any medication since. Um, well, yeah, maybe, I don't, I don't know, but I mean, it's just so scary. Like, you know, and, and I have, uh, you know, a musician friend of mine that recently I talked to and he's like, yeah, my doctor put me on this antidepressant. And I'm like, Oh crap. It's not rig Is he he's like, no, 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 no. And, uh, and then like six days later, he calls me. He's like, I can't, I can't do this. I'm sleeping for 10 hours. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, dude, like how, how number one, how long you've been seeing this doctor? Because you just don't know, especially here in Los Angeles, they just the healthcare sh- system is so oh, terrible it here. It's awful. Yeah, it's awful. Yes. And you just don't know if some pharmaceutical rep bought him a nice breakfast that day and yeah, exactly. he's prescribing yeah. X, Y, and Z because he's getting a kickback or whatever. So. I'm like, how, well, I've been seeing this guy for 30 years. I trust him. I'm like, well, you know, give him another four or five days and call him and say, you know, just don't stop taking it cold turkey. you got to go through the process. And he got off. And he's like, no, no. All I needed was one you know trial and error on this and i I just yeah it's not for me no
0: when you when you got off exalted did you is that when you started losing weight or did you have to go back to the gym
1: oh uh it was a combination i I started feeling good enough to to go back out and exercise yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I wasn't sleeping for 12 hours at a time anymore and uh no most of it fell off it was like I you know a good 10 12 pounds was gone within, like, three weeks. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I got another 10 to go. And um, I'd still like to lose another 10, but at 45, that is just seems damn impossible.
0: I'm I'm 51. Shut up. I lost 28. You are not 51 years old. I am 51. Just turned 51 last week. Yeah. I, I just... Okay, you are
1: out of your mind. No, you are not fifty-one.
0: Watch our watch. Watch our second video. You don't put anything bad
1: in your body, dude. You? I do.
0: <laughs> but then, but then, oh my! God. No, no, no. But 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 when when you were heavy, I was heavy too. That that time we were both heavy. Yeah. It was December twenty-seven, right, Jay? December twenty-seven. <sighs> I decided to just you know, have this. I'm going back to my 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 twenties weight, Ugh, whatever man. it takes. Wow, so I'm 152, 153 from 187. Oh wow, okay, okay, it works. Yeah,
1: I was 190 at the worst point, and mm, then see, back down to like uh, one 160, like 172 now. But my my, go my, back my happy place yeah. is like 160.
0: Yeah, because you're taller. You're taller than me. I mean, uh-huh. my 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 normal is 150. You're probably 160
1: yeah yeah I was I was 162 for like ever
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days right yeah. so, okay so you got the gig finally how did they say you got the gig did CJ tell you you got the gig or did did skunk tell you, you
1: well got yeah the I mean what uh, when they had the conference call with me on zoom they're like yeah it's it, the gig is yours um, you know no audition required I'm like good lord so it was uh, really okay handed as dude. long as you really like the material I'm like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah i listened to it i was really excited um and uh i just i started took me a week to get all the charts like i didn't want to play a note yeah. until i get it all you know on paper um because anytime i don't do that it's like oh, i just want to play and then you start playing like oh, i just really need to see this in yes, print and yes. just get it all. so you're right. really prepared for it oh my god and and, yeah. and and that's been my MO for years is I over prepare for everything and that's why I think um you know a gig that I pay, played 20 years ago with a band I can still recall because you're prepared the parts yeah because I work on them so much and they're now ingrained yeah and uh yeah I can I mean
0: just just the fact that you could actually play rush <laughs>
1: Um, that was that was Not training for note. That was training. Still, you know? right? Yeah. yeah. Still. I mean, when you when you memorize, you know, an eighteen minute, you know, yeah, song like Twenty One Twelve or Hemispheres or yeah, one of those yeah, long yeah. compositions, and, and and but that that is the training, you know. Yes. And at that point, I wasn't writing it out, or you know, I was just listening, playing, listening, uh-huh. playing, and uh, and young enough to.
0: To memorize everything. Yeah, to, get <laughs> yeah, to, to, to do it. it. What Okay, so preparation for for um, this tour, you were doing stems pre-productions with CJ. Mm-hmm. Gear, are you bringing your own gear, or is it being cartaged?
1: Uh, it was, we did cartage uh, on the East Coast.
0: Okay. To your specs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but your drums are, are custom made.
1: Well, I mean, look, I... I, I uh, DW collectors series kits yeah. are, are, you know, uh, and they're everywhere around the world. And that's one of the lovely parts of being, you know, an endorsee of or an endorser of, of DW is wherever you are, we will supply you a drum kit. Oh my God. That's just gorgeous. So, uh, and on the East coast, I mean, there's no shortage. Of right. uh, of so know, to your exact
0: to your exact specification. Yeah. yeah, I had a
1: great uh, uh, maple, <clears throat> you know, black. It's got to be black, you okay. know. That's big letters. Yes. Anything black. <laughs>
0: but but <laughs> so, then again, this new kit that you have, it's it's a satin finish. The
1: new right? kit that I just had built uh, is a satin oil ebony finish. Oh, look
0: at you. Yeah. What well, what size is the kick? Eighteen
1: twenty two okay always okay and always. Then,
0: then for your toms uh 10 12 15
1: 16
0: okay and then there i saw the video so what's what's over there at the very well,
1: end? Well i i always do two rack toms and right. then a floor tom on either side and then there's a side snare further off that mm-hmm. that i i don't do for for live gigs unless required right right um but yeah I'm in my studio it's it's uh it's a 6x10
0: little popcorn mm. snare. And what kind of snare are you using, main snare?
1: <clears throat> um. Well, I mean, very rarely does one order a matching snare drum when they get a kit, you know. But I, I put in the order for the 10-12, 15-16, 18-22 kick. And about two days later, I sent another email to Garrison, my, uh, my rep. And I said, has anybody ordered? Because this is a very, very new what? uh kit oh, that they okay. designed okay. um in terms of it, it's called purple core which means in the center there is purple heartwood that makes up three ply of the wow. shell and then on the outer and inner shell you get to choose between maple or mahogany much. or cherry oh cherry yeah, yeah. Ah. I went with cherry
0: nice
1: and the so whole cherry
0: on both sides and then purple heart
1: purple in heart middle. in the middle yeah. So the cherry is from Michigan. The Purple Heart is from South America. And the point of the Purple Heart in the center, and this was the kicker for me because I was about to go. I mean, John Good and I designed this whole uh, uh, hybrid of John Good is the founder of DW, right? He's one of the two founders, Yep, Uh And the vice president, the guy that comes up with with all this amazing, you know, these concepts. And, and, you know, when I talked to him, three years ago, to get a new studio kit. He's like, I want to get you into this, this spruce hybrid that I got going on because he had just gotten access to the Stradivarius Ah, fields of the the forest in Italy that they make all the cellos and violins and stuff. Um, So I was going to go cherry spruce. And then I finally made room in my studio, I sold my birch kit that I'd had in there to Eric Johnson's drummer, really in Austin. Yeah, he was about to go on tour with with Eric Johnson, and said, Hey, I see that you have this birch kit on reverb. They're my sizes. I love the looks of it. DW is very far behind on on like everybody is because of, you know, post pandemic, we're, we're very much still in pandemic. Um, and uh, I can't get a new kit by then. So long story short, I sold them the birch kit. I go to DW say I finally made room let's do this spruce cherry thing and then at the last minute I'm like Garrison is this still the right <laughs> kit for me <laughs> I like to tune all I said was you guys know that I like to really tune yeah. low like lowest fundamental that I can get out of each drum just you like the thud guttural yeah, right yeah and he's like oh Ooh. we have a new thing
0: <laughs> and that was it
1: called purple core check out this link and it was a link to John Good talking with um, Thomas Lang, yeah, uh, about this new concept of the Purple Core, and uh, and I'm like, oh crap! Now it's going to take me six more months to like wrap my head around like what to do because they're giving me more options. Like it, you know, if I go to a restaurant and, and there's too many right? things on the on the menu, I'm like. It's just I'm having a out. panic yeah. attack. Yeah, me too. So now I gotta choose okay, the purple core thing is the way to go for the way I like my drones to sound. But do I do maple, mahogany, or cherry? I don't know. So I'm watching these videos and I'm listening to them play and I'm talking to other people, like, okay, let's let's rule out maple because I've got two other maple kits. That's easy. You mm. know, maple kit tomorrow, you know. Mahogany was interesting and it worked for Ringo, you know, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ludwig's were made out of it, but it's a dark sounding, you know, thing. And I'm like, I'd like cherries. And it's, it's, this is Michigan cherry and I'm from Michigan and it just all seems so perfect. So (laughs) I'm going with cherry and that's what I got. And, uh, and, uh, Mike was, was, uh, was at my studio today and he saw the, saw the kit and it's, um, I I named her Minx because Minx Minx is a perfect name for this kit. Um satin oil ebony um uh, black nickel hardware and uh
0: Re- really oh really huh even the hardware huh
1: Yeah okay black on black ebony heads on the bottom to make it more black. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah.
0: But it's not going anywhere though.
1: No. <laughs> that stays in so how we got on this whole thing though, because you asked me what snare I'm taking on yes. the road with Baxter. So I took the long way around. I'm picking out, you know, I'm getting my live kit ready for rehearsals today. And uh I'm about to leave I'm like, oh yeah, Trent, what snare drum am I taking on the yeah. road.
0: This episode is brought to you by ABBA e services.
1: And I'm looking at this whole like rack of snare drums. I'm like, I'm taking the, <laughs> even though I said I would never take it on the road or anywhere outside the studio, I'm taking the, the matching purple, purple purple core um, cherry snare because it's just,
0: <clears throat> it's just cool. So now it's easy to actually say you're actually playing a DW kit. Well, yeah.
1: I've been playing DW kits for,
0: but see that's debatable, because if you're playing, remember, I don't know if we had this conversation, but if you have a DW kit and a Yamaha snare drum, what what kit are you actually playing on?
1: Well, I you know, (laughs) look, I haven't played. This is, but this is how we, you know, how we met, right? Yeah, because I got my DW DW endorsement. And I yeah, said, anything that Black- doesn't have a DW logo right. on it is yeah. gone.
0: The Black Beauty had to go. The right? Black
1: Beauty was gone, and 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 Mike was was the person that <laughs> bought it, and our relationship spawned Blossom, from there. Yeah. The only exception that I make, uh, uh, because now I've just I've replaced everything. So I played a Black Beauty for a long time. Uh, sold the the ludwig black beauty uh-huh. and i replaced it with a six and a half DW. black nickel over brass dw which there, is there okay go. let's all be yeah. honest what that is it's yeah their version of the black beauty um and then i got an eight by six or eight by um 14 version for playing with josie pace um so i have a, a wall oh. of of dw snare yes. drums the only exception is the brady jarrah block <sighs> australian drums yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and they're not gonna fault me for that you know you know, you know i
0: had that because because when i when i had the i had the cherry red dw the, the performer yeah. um i was using my steve jordan snare drum
1: is that the the seven by thirteen? Yes, we were talking about that yes. earlier. It's a seven by thirteen.
0: I sold that. I sold that little snare. Man. I sold that snare. I bought that snare for one hundred sixty-eight bucks. <laughs> That's S- a good sold, price. Sold it brand new. Huh? Sold it for five hundred dollars, only to find out. No wonder I. No wonder the person who bought it bought it fast. It was twelve hundred dollars on eBay.
1: <gasps> Are they not making them anymore? No. Wow. That I remember that snare I obviously because I rattled off the size right yeah. away. It's it's so memorable. It's like nothing else sounds mm, like it.
0: No, so nice.
1: And uh 7 by 13 what an interesting sounding drum.
0: But then again, right? And then my, my friends go, "Are you really playing a DW kit or a Yamaha snare?"
1: That's the, I mean, your snare drum
0: is, is your signature.
1: Yeah drum
0: so after that i i i, I you're I, only
1: playing so many toms in right? a night your kick drum is gonna be pushing air like right? a kick drum does whatever and so your uh, sound is from the snare yeah.
0: and that's when i started playing the the matching snare drum that came with the performance i play a, a cherry red dw snare oh nice yeah so <clears throat> i can actually also say i play dw drums yeah but 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 it's true though No. now with regard to your your gear
1: Mm-hmm
0: are you going to tour with a roadie
1: we have we have two guys that we travel with um and and all the heavy lifting is is done which is really great yeah now am I still you know the drums come out of their cases and and i'm I'm putting them up and I'm'm I'm, you know at the end of the night i'm I'm handing them off yes. so i'm still doing some yes. some legwork what's your expectation because you know my favorite said yes, yes, my yes. my pinnacle my <laughs> my like take all the fame and fortune i don't care about that stuff anymore <laughs> right. just set up and tear down right because our
0: fingers our hands I
1: just don't want to do that crap anymore <laughs> we're getting we're not getting um, any younger so there's still a bit of leg work you know but ah you know what's very humbling and and makes me just like just shut up and and move your gear is at the end (laughs) of the night when when hall of fame guitar player skunk Skunk, baxter is carrying drum cases out to the to the van to the bus whatever i'm like doesn't matter who how where you're at just there's stuff to
0: be done you just do it (laughs) here he is leading by example yeah yeah now do you think this is the start of something big Ger?
1: oh man i i'm so i can't speculate now uh, you know you're
0: still a pragmatist, a pragmatist no yeah i mean look
1: i mean do i hope that a, a guy like you know uh, cj Vanson is, is a is a is a working yes. cat that yes. plays on really have high, high profile stuff do I hope that turns into work for me? If I'd be lying if I said no. Of course. Uh, Looks great on the resume to have, you know, mm-hmm. toured with with legends like this. You know, CJ and Skunk, both. Um,
0: How about with Josie? Are you still doing anything with Josie and Laith?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just played with Laith and Josie last month. Um, I had just gotten... <laughs> there's so much I've left out like how long how much longer do we have like um you know, I did the skunk tour, and then I did the t v tour with startup for like I was on the road for
0: startup ages. you've had that gig ages. for a long time yeah you you're done with the season? What season are you in?
1: Well, we're in season ten. imagine no? um what's that
0: from season two or from season one?
1: I started working i I think I started mixing it in season two and then so- I started doing. The, Field Audio yeah. in season four, and then started doing the music Library, score in uh, six. Look and, at you. you. know. And then uh, we were nominated for three categories in the uh, daytime Emmys this year. So, you know. So you busy. Yeah. So, you know, Skunk Tour, then Startup Tour, and then I got right done. With, I mean, I got done with the Startup Tour and had to fly to Michigan to do Three shows with Josie, three and, shows with Lathe.
0: So three shows with Josie and Ken, right? Yeah. Okay. And then Lathe. Okay, wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and to, to come off the TV tour, because I, I didn't pick up a drumstick for like five weeks, and I'm like, oh, man, what I don't want to make this sound like... Um, and not to mention, I had a broken hand.
0: <laughs> wait, 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 wait! How did this happen? Did I did I gloss over that? Yeah, I, I want to know about that broken hand. How did that happen?
1: <laughs> I broke my hand right before the skunk tour.
0: Doing what?
1: So there's, um, you know, I'm walking down the street, and there's, there's this, so many things you can do. You can, there's there. this there's this burning apartment building, and there's like screaming children in the top floor that I had to go in and save. No, it wasn't anything noble <laughs> or cool like that. I slammed my hand down on the desk and, and broke this bone right Ouch. here. Ouch! So, I I played the Skunk Baxter tour with a broken right hand. Did they know? Uh, yeah, they did. Um, <laughs> did you notice that? Mm-hmm. There, the you know what of all the social media posts that were being you know posted during that tour. And I had this thing on and only one person, my buddy, uh, Chris Phillips, who plays in this band, uh, called I am dynamite you should mm. check them out. They're a great band. Um, he's like, what are you wearing? Drum gloves now? Like what the hell? And i like, I just didn't even respond to it because I just, I was so right, embarrassed. Right. Um, but yeah, I did six days with the rehearsals with, with uh, Baxter and, and the guys and it was Easter Sunday was my day off that Saturday we get done with the rehearsal and I had gone home and I had slammed my fist down and I'm like,
0: well out of frustration, you know, I'm going to ask questions, right? (laughs) You're going to actually say cucumber.
1: (laughs) That's so stupid. Um, One thing about the, the the guys in this band is they don't break for lunch. We did like seven hours. (laughs) I didn't eat a damn thing. I got home and I said, okay, I'm going to do my taxes real quick. Because these taxes got to get done before I go on, on the road. And it's already April 15th. I think it was April 15th. I'm like, I know there's a couple extra days to do it, but I got to get my taxes done. And I'm just sitting I'm hangry. I'm so hungry. And I'm just like, and I'm trying to crunch numbers and do my own taxes. And my you know, my girlfriend calls, she's like, you know, and, and I'm not blaming her by any means, but she's like, well, what do you want to have? I'm like, just bring me food. I need food. You have no idea how badly I need food right now. And she's like, well, what would you like? We can have sushi. We can have like tree bark off a, a tree that on the way. I just don't care. Put it on a plate. I'll eat it. Yeah, but we could have, I'm like, I'm trying dearly to justify my stupidity, but I slammed my fist down in anger and I'm like, that, that didn't just happen. That didn't just happen. That doesn't feel good at all. And, uh, by the time she got there, I I was, you know, whimpering and I'm like, this is not good.
0: It, it got swollen. You right
1: away. Well, it did, and it hurt like hell. And I ended up eating some garbage from you know fast food, whatever. And uh,
0: should have said yes to sushi. I,
1: I had sushi the night before. I didn't want sushi anymore.
0: You're one of those so girls,
1: stupid. Huh? So just eat the damn sushi, man. Would have been healthy and lean, right? No, I didn't eat the sushi. Um, I, 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 so yeah. I I I tried to pretend like everything was okay, and I woke up that Easter Sunday morning, and my whole hand was black and blue. Damn! I said, "Okay, well, I guess we're spending the holiday in um, urgent care." Uh, I, we went straight to Cedars Sinai, where where yeah. rock stars go to die yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went, I'm like just take me to where everybody else goes when they you know when they do something stupid like this and um yeah uh the doctor comes in and she's like that's not a good sign the black and blue is pretty pretty telltale is it
0: micro was it micro um fractures or was it a big it wasn't a
1: hairline it was there was pieces damn there was pieces and uh they did the x-ray and i'm sitting there and they're like yeah it's it's broken
0: oh i'm like
1: so um I'm just, okay, so how do I do this gig that I have? And they're like, oh, no, 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 you can't do this gig. I'm like, look, I'm doing this gig, so you need to put something on me that I can still play drums. And, oh, God bless them. They they played along with me. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're going to put something on you that you'll be able to
0: play drums. Whatever, right? What did they do? They put this
1: splint that went from my elbow (laughs) to here and and i they got up. done putting it on me i'm like i can't play drums in this and like we know <laughs> you're not going to be able to play drums in this you're not going on the tour i'm like okay i'm not going to argue with a few people anymore and this
0: was the first leg right this was oh yeah you, you guys haven't started this we, was... we
1: got another week of rehearsals oh shoot and then a week off and then east coast um and um i'm just like okay so uh i fought with them and fought with them and they're like sir what you do after you leave here is your business. Like that's all uh. I needed to hear. Walked <laughs> out the door. Uh, I I I called a um, uh, um, he's a doctor friend of mine that does all my acupuncture and and uh, I call him the Rock Doc, but that that has a connotation from the eighties that right. wouldn't be very good. They they used to give you other things to, yes. to get past the, the John pain. Taylor
0: used to go. I know. Right? Yeah, we, we
1: call this <laughs> The, the reflex video, the call rock dog thing. Yep. Shooting his foot full yep. of morphine and giving him cocaine, you know, yeah. to keep him up. Yeah. That wasn't this. That was, hey, uh, this is what's going on. He's like, all right, come to the office. And we cut the the thing, you know, off and, and I he gave me this other brace. Um he basically made it. Cause I was in a, in a mad panic. I was, of I course. was, I was, you know, yeah, this is the worst possible, yeah. you know, how did I screw this up? Yes. Self-inflicted. This so time. he calmed me mentally more than anything. Okay. Good. Cause all the acupuncture and the stuff that he was doing that probably did nothing in all honesty, but he calmed my head and got me in a, in a place where you can do this and um, you know, so I had one, you know, brace for non-playing time, and uh, then this other wrap that probably did nothing anyway. I was just, maybe
0: maybe maybe sort of a sort of like kinesiology, you know, you know those. It those held. Tape, yeah, they
1: right? held things the, together, the, I guess. Chiropractors but do. I played the the East Coast tour with a broken hand, and it was painful as hell. But I, yeah, they knew about it. Because it was, it was kind of hard to hide when I showed up on Monday, um, you know, wearing this contraption and I'm trying to, you know, Hey fellas, how was your, you know, day off and, and CJ looks at me, he's like, what's, what?" I'm like, non-issue, non-issue. Okay. I am going to ask again. Cool. So I, I still hadn't picked up a drumstick until he's like, all right, coming off the first tune. I'm like, ow, ow. Uh, every Uh, hi-hat beat was just excruciating yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah this is this is eighth note city and 16th bang bang Uh. bang tom fill ouch and yeah so we played the entire 90 minute set and i'm like okay yeah that was painful but i did it yes we took a break and uh uh Skunk's uh, son Fender is, is one of our road crew and he he's there and he's like dude what, what's up with the hand man I'm like just, just don't worry about it man everything's good but relentless hey man you need any ice for your hand is your hand okay all freaking day don't worry about the hand man it's all good so we get done with the set the second time through and now it's like 7pm it's ready to call it and uh okay boys you know we'll see you tomorrow and um skunk and and cj walk out to the parking lot his son fender says hey man you gotta you gotta tell me what's going on with the hand i'm like okay fine it's broken
0: oh man! and
1: as soon as i said that cj and skunk are walking back in the room and they're like what Oh yeah, it's broken. It's broken. They're like, oh my god, and and Skunk's like, oh my god, we gotta cancel. I'm like, hey, hey, everybody, everybody, chill. Here's what's gonna happen. And I gave this epic, epic, overly, perfectly dramatic speech about one of my heroes, Tom Brady, at the time of the New England Patriots. 20, I'm like, guys, picture it. 2017, two weeks before the Super Bowl, routine handoff during practice, the greatest quarterback of all time, practically rips the thumb off his throwing hand, handing the ball off to Burkhead, runs off the field screaming, and the whole team is like, oh my God, we just killed the greatest quarterback of all time right before the Super Bowl. Tom Brady goes, gets, you know, you know, this is probably two days worth of work, but I mean, his thumb is practically off his hand. They stitch him up. They put, I don't know, 30 stitches, you know, guys, he won the Super Bowl. He won the Super Bowl that year. I'm doing this tour. This is my Super Bowl. Y'all are my Tom Brady, and they're like, "Awesome!" <laughs> We're going out to, and it was just like that. That was that was it. But you see, said. the nice part Enough is said.
0: that they believed in you. They believed. No, they believed with you.
1: Yeah. Well, every no every day, uh, skunk comes out of the hotel. Hey, man, How, how's the wing? Of course, I'm good, man. He's like, I just hope you're not doing any more damage to it. You know, I'm like ah, this is worth it.
0: So, but at, least, but at least, yeah, but at least we are able to rehabilitate the hat. The
1: well, I mean, so we did all those weeks on the road. I came back to L.A., I got new x-rays, and this was five weeks after the break. And the doctor says, what the hell you been doing, man? This thing hasn't healed
0: one bit. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> well, um, professional drummer, I went on this tour, and I played, you know, he's like, oh, man you need, you need another five, six weeks to rest in, in, in a, in, he wanted to cast it. And I'm like, please don't, I'll, I'll put that thing back on and wrap it up because I still had access to these three fingers. And all I had to do for the next five weeks was hold the boom mic and, and, oh yeah, yeah, that was for for the TV tour. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I said, if I promise to keep this stupid thing on, just, just, you know, he's like, all right, you gotta keep it on. And, um, you know, so as, as I'm getting to the end of the TV tour, I've got six shows, three with Josie, three right. with Lath. Oh man. And I'm like, I don't even know how this is going to be. So I think the rehearsal was on a Thursday and I'm in New York on a Monday and I'm at the, like the four and a half week. It's still not yeah, of course. time to take this thing up, And I'm like, eh. I got to see if I can play. So I take it off, and I I can't close my hand. Of course. I can't close my hand, let alone hold the drumstick, let alone have the, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I freaked out a little bit. Another panic attack.
0: This episode is brought to you by Leo Bato and Associates. Ang realtor na pato. You
1: know, I don't handle anxiety very well at all. But, you know. I just kept on working it a lot of a lot of heat then exercise then ice then heat then mm. exercise ice for How is 3 it now? days. Um I I play well. Okay. I play great. Is it still painful? Does it feel great? It does not. It feels like somebody's holding yeah, yeah. this part of my hand. Yes. I have full motion. But it's numb. I feel good when I'm playing, but as I sit here right now, I know exactly where that break is. Mm. And it doesn't feel good, and it'll probably never. Right will.
0: now, <laughs> you know, on on that note, I I have a tear, I have a micro tear here. Ooh, and the and bicep. Yeah, it hurts. I like, I can't shake hands. Like when I'm shaking hands, it hurts. When I'm, but I have to play. I have I have more shows to do until mm. you know. So it's show like show must go on. So i after after this tour, I'm I'm gonna. I don't know what's gonna happen, but <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. But we have to do what we have
1: to do. That's probably never going to go away. At (laughs) fifty-one, thank you for (laughs) the encouragement. Ain't going nowhere, right?
0: (laughs) No, right?
1: This is not going anywhere. It's like it's like Uh, on the
0: road to arthritis,
1: man. So you know, it's it's the the normal stuff, like. tightening wing nuts. I'll, I'll feel it. Yeah. You know, me opening, opening
0: water bottles. When I'm playing, it's like, no problem. Thank
1: God. But no, like in, in normal, like, yeah, it just feels terrible. You know
0: what? What's so nice? And, um, I hope you're ready for I it. I'm gonna
1: regret this interview too. No, like giving up way too much information. No, because
0: because just
1: making myself look like the moron that I. If, am. if
0: you guys watch <laughs> the first uh, Mark Damian episode, the, the two then,
1: part four yeah. hour mini series
0: yeah. of yep, yeah, that was epic. And then the the dark good one. the dark episode. We'll we'll, we'll, put, we'll put the link in the I description. You this. You. you know what's so nice about what's happening to you right now is. You're finally getting the momentum and the breaks that are due you. <laughs> Don't I <remember> say breaks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> JJ, no, I you you I know JJ. You know what JJ did? There was a I, I grass guy huh? but there was we had a guest. Hi Ivert shout out to Ivert. He's a he's a drummer, no, he's a bass player, and he doesn't have a he only has one leg. Mm. Okay. And and uh, JJ was positioning the the band. And he's like, Ivert, don't move, don't move uh, past Paco, or else you might lose your hand or your arm. And I'm like, you son of a bitch! The guy just, can't you? How, how tactless can you be?
1: <laughs> Maybe a poor choice of <laughs> Wow.
0: But but anyway, I digress. But to my point is, you're getting all these the the no pun intended pun intended no pun intended <laughs> breaks. Okay. Uh-huh. Because the dark episode, I mean, that was we were talking about rejection. We were talking mm-hmm. about being close to the goal and losing it, and you even stated that you know what, at your age, you're not expecting.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not he, not getting the calls for the pop kids. But here, know, in it their 20s and here it is. Here it is. Yeah, now maybe get
0: better, right?
1: Yeah. There. yeah. We'll so, see.
0: Now, what? Since we talked about injuries. Mm-hmm. Is there a plan B? I mean, startups there. You're doing good there. A plan B from what? For from you as an entrepreneur. Mark Damien Incorporated. Um, What if a time other comes? Other than
1: music? Maybe. Oh. Because you're there's doing There's never something. been a plan B. I mean,
0: but you're doing sound production now. Yeah. I mean, that's doing yeah. well. Sure. Yeah. Sure what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well look i mean it's not like i i position myself to do other television shows and, yeah and you know uh a, a movie might come up here and there where i'll i'll you know i'll i'll mix a, a movie and, and stuff like that but that's few and far between and and every time i get those calls it's like
0: boy that takes a lot of your time
1: uh, yeah you got to devote yeah like you're, Weeks and weeks yeah. Yeah, I just can't do that I did get a call for a movie Not too long ago And um, You know It just You know uh, there, There's something There's a parallel Of Drummer Audio guy Yep Audio is oh, Like drummers seem to be The necessary evil That nobody wants to deal Like You know Bands just hate Drummers Yeah <laughs> We take up too much space on 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 the stage. stage. We want to be paid well. Uh, And then there's the audio job. And you just so happen to be the last line on the budget when the filmmakers are, you know, they want to shoot in 6K now. And they want drone operators and they want the perfect colorist and all these great, you know and then oh crap we got to have it we got to have it sound good too and they just don't ever have the money so, so i laughed this guy out of the room the last time i got a call for for a film and i'm like well what's what's the budget for the movies like well you know it's it was a million dollars and i'm like so you spent nine hundred and eighty thousand dollars on the visuals and all you have left 20K? for the other 50 percent of what people are experiencing is this small amount and you want it not only mixed in 5-1 but you need sound design of course score and foley i'm like ah oh, man you are calling the wrong dude yeah no thanks so when those things are right yeah I'll, i might take things on but they, i mean that's that's a lot of work right and i'm just you know i'm i'm drumming you know
0: so you know i'm setting you up for the uh, for the actual question i have okay. for you. so let's talk about gratitude oh uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Let's talk about gratitude
1: because I'm really bad at gratitude. I have a, you know, on my dry erase board, <laughs> on my refrigerator, I learned, I learned, this is what you learn in rehab is you have to, you know, just put three things on a list every day. Okay. Gratitude. Now I even simplified it for myself because three sometimes really hard. So I just say, just put two on the list every day. And, um, I have a lot to, to, you know, I, I I should I, th- It should be a paragraph Of stuff
0: But see The nice part about you Is that You're open and honest About this Have you always been That And uh, the reason Why I'm asking that Is because There are people watching Who Are again Going to be inspired By you 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 are the reluctant uh, <sighs> Inspirator Is there such a word in, in-, in- <laughs> I
1: don't know Inspirator Inspirator in-
0: well, hey, you know.
1: These in all honesty, these are these interviews and, you know, we're all we we all get really good at making things look and sound good, you know. You're not going to put up on Facebook right how you know, well, some people do and, and, you know, they do talk about how terrible, how stuff shitty is. their life is or whatever. Uh, right, right. Yeah. But you know, um, if you do what we do and, and you just, you know, Hey, I'm on the road, I'm doing this and I, and everything can look yeah, really, really good glossy it can. And because these things I treat social media like it is the it, like like I'm turning this into a, a PR manager yeah, well, there. Why, why not? From, well, and that's that's the thing. So I'm always going to make it look good on Instagram and Facebook. But isn't this some... I'm always going to come here and talk about stuff that's in a positive light. Uh... And, and even when well, I mean, even when I'm being truthful about some not so positive things, um, I can laugh about the broken hand now. Yeah, I can poke fun at being in rehab. Two but times I do over feel and, that and you being off the here. Wagon
0: yeah, but here. again, I I feel that like you being here is so paradoxical compared to your social media posts. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. But they both work hand in hand, though. <laughs> yeah. Because even me, like when we did the dark episode, I was, I was I was reflecting with Jay. I was go. I was telling JJ that was deep, and he was like. Yeah, I was glad you guys pulled it out because we were able to get out of it. And I remember. Gee,
1: I'm glad you didn't send me a, uh, an advanced copy. We didn't want because to because w- you would
0: have said no <laughs> I to that. Said, Hell, no.
1: no way. I would have denied. I'm like, no, you guys can't put any of that out. Oh, but you know what? Okay, God. this is what happened
0: there. You guys should watch it because what <laughs> happened was we had to watch it objectively. Yeah. And we were like <laughs> Jeez. So We were like Yeah, this is good
1: Yeah, yeah Can't get over all this Yeah, well, hey It is what it is And um, But see, you know.
0: you're able to be honest about even, even you talking Fender asked you You were reluctant to say it You finally said it Out loud mm-hmm. Enough for them to hear it You could have texted it I'll text it to you <laughs> Right, right <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, your your honesty is what gets you ahead. Even even if they if they go back and watch how you got the startup gig, I mean, nice. that was just pure pure honesty as well. <clears throat> so, your honesty and gratitude oh,
1: because I told them their audio sucks and they should hire me. Right,
0: <laughs> right.
1: I, I, yeah, I was, right? I was pretty uh, it was pretty straightforward with them at that point too.
0: And, uh, but then again, you were doing that for your friend, and you didn't want your friend to to be in trouble with this whole thing, and that came from a good place.
1: Sure, sure. No, I'll will t- take it, man. Right, it all sounds great
0: because it is gr- <laughs> it is great, it is great. So now, mm. after the the skunk Baxter, are you guys are you guys planning of going in? in are you guys planning on going back to the studio?
1: Oh, I don't, well, I mean, I think the gigs are going to keep coming. They keep adding dates. We're going to Japan in August.
0: How's that? Uh,
1: so much paperwork.
0: Talk, 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 it's, talk. <laughs>
1: it's insane. Okay. The work visas and the this and the that. I mean, hey, I have gratitude for that. I can't believe I'm going to Japan. First time, right? Going to Japan for the first time. You know
0: where you go. You know where you're going. We're
1: playing like a gazillion shows in Tokyo. We don't have to move. We're just playing the same venue. We're doing like multi like seven, eight shows in Tokyo. And then we've got to go if someone. To uh, like an hour drive. If someone
0: gives going. you a Rolex, or if someone gives you a TV, don't say no. What? Yeah. Don't what wear- the hell am I going to take a TV? What, what am I going to do with it? Who's going to give me a TV? Just
1: this is just a common like thing. It depends and-
0: if they like you, they'll give you stuff. Okay. Just say thank you. Just say domo arigato. Oh. Okay. And then just put it in a box, ship it over to the U.S. I'll take it. The wear a watch.
1: I haven't worn a watch since I got an iPhone. And then if they, they say, time. "If
0: they <laughs> say, oh, you don't have time, you don't have watch, no watch, I give you a watch,
1: thank you, don't worry, gato." Okay, <laughs> okay, that's fine by me. Um, if you don't go home, I w- I've already i already w- gotten some some fan mail. Uh, like how they even, I don't know. I guess, I I don't know. I've just got this one email a uh, couple weeks back that was just awesome. It's like, hey, I'm a big fan of Baxter and I know you're his drummer. I'm like, I don't even know that. I'm not on the record. I'm a i am I guess social media, you know, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. you can figure it out pretty easily. Um, but he's like, I'm really excited to come see you play. Uh, I hope to meet you and you can, you know, sign a couple things from like
0: Are you ready for fan mail from Japan? Are you are maybe. you are you ready for this? And Never. And
1: the- Never.
0: <laughs> what yeah. Now, I always um Here's why. Over prepare,
1: uh, <laughs> feel good about where you're at, and do your job. No, yeah. yeah. I'm going enjoy the hell out of it.
0: No, 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 no. Because the here, here, here's where my where my question is coming from. With you and Ken, and yeah, you you um, relinquished co-producing titles because, according to you, Ken's doing most of the work. You're just there to play drums, so it's like, you you get that. Yeah, that's yours, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always that reluctancy in you, with you. That's why when I am, when I'm asking, are you ready for this? Because you have to be ready when it comes. you have to be catapulted or brought into that mindset wherein, yeah, you're playing for a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta walk the part. Yeah. You know, I'm doing it,
1: baby. <laughs> feels good I, I love playing with those guys um you know uh josie's got great things coming up
0: right and you're still a so, drummer
1: yeah uh you know it's, sadly i i'm not going to be able to do a tour that they have coming up um Jeez. and that's that's really hard see, see to look at that be able look to
0: look at that
1: well, I mean, you just, you work for six
0: years. Yeah, you've invested to a lot. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sound and a thing. An image. And then, you know, they got this touring opportunity, and it's just. I, I can't even give you a short answer of why I can't do it because there's just bullet point after bullet point of why, you know, uh, from scheduling nightmares to. Um, you know, it's just—it's just not going to work. Let's out, let's so.
0: let's, uh, let's cucumber that, but cucumber <laughs> because Safe that's a that's a, no because that's a crossroad.
1: Yeah,
0: here are your friends. Yeah, yeah and yeah. you've worked with them, getting to where they are going to, which is now, and then here is you, Mark Damon Incorporated, who traveled <laughs> from from Michigan to LA, mm-hmm. and now this is finally happening for you. And of all the time, things can happen, they had to happen almost at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's a crossroad. Yeah. How hard was it for you to make?
1: Having to say n- no to anything. You know, somebody, ugh, where was I? I was just playing, it might have been one of the Josie shows or a lathe show. It was one of the Michigan shows and uh, yeah, it was a Josie show and um, these guys were asking me, oh man, uh,
0: and they were so excited, right?
1: They were yeah, they were excited. And to you weren't talk to telling me. them. Well they asked this me this so you're like you're a hired gun drummer. Like that's your profession. I'm like, yeah. They're like, how is how is it being a hired gun? I'm like two words come to mind. Scheduling nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like that's what happens. It's like when things are really running at full force everybody wants you now you've yeah. got to say no to certain things and you're just not accustomed to doing that you say yes to everything but then there's only so many hours in the day there's yeah. so many calendar like you just can't do logistics it logistics yeah. nightmare. yeah oh yeah Terrible. so they're doing this 40-day tour in every major city in north america and um it's grueling. How were like, you able to say is, no to
0: that? I mean, how did you guys, the three of you sit oh down? Oh,
1: my God. We spent weeks trying to figure out how it was going to work, if it was going to work. and, and But
0: how would you raise <laughs> your hand? Let's go back to going, I, 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 excuse me. I have something to tell both of you. Um,
1: well, yeah. I mean, day one, when, when we started hashing out the details, it's like, Ooh. wait, what? And, and how and what? I'm like, Ken, you and I are no spring chickens, man. Like, I can't even fathom the idea of doing this tour in my mid-20s. Like, this is grueling. Oh,
0: that was your excuse, huh? Well, that was, that was the repeat. first
1: thing of concern okay. was, like, I just don't even think I can physically do this. This is, like, what they're putting these bands through now It's like, nine yeah. days on, one day off, oh, 11 yeah. days on, one day like. How how is she gonna Tearing sing? For all fears for Fears like, used
0: to do that back in nineteen eighty two. Not right now.
1: Okay, go. And they were pretty comfortable in their travels yeah. too, and that's the other thing. It's yes. like I got to think about. Well, how are we traveling? We're really that's how this circus is getting from city to city, and I'm like, wow, this is just, I I just you know. And like i said there was not one definitive like no i'm not going to do this because i'm a prima donna now i'm touring with it wasn't like that but it is hard to go backwards it is and especially at our age and that's the thing it's like this is not good for for my mental health or physical health um i'm right in the thick of audio post and music supervision for this television show that i've been on for eight years yeah and i don't even know how like even if i could do this on a laptop in a have you seen what they're traveling in these days these bands like they're not even buses no it's a it's a it's not moving, even an rv it's a moving van yeah like a half semi yeah. no wind and just bunks like yep. your 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 um uh, what do you call it like like like, like you're your just livestock. a box on yeah. a shelf yeah it it's hideous. And I'm like, so I, I gotta be able to mix startup and do music supervision during the day in travels in a bunk, you know, and, and hope that I have internet connection to be able to do, you know? Yes. And, uh, and then, oh man, there was something that we got offered um, by another touring band and we were going to be direct support or maybe even the opener of three bands and the band was like, not only do you have to pay us to be on this tour, you've got to set up and tear down our equipment. And when Ken told me that on the phone, I think probably to Vegas, you could hear me screaming obscenities at, I'm like, this episode is brought to you by ABBA Services." Who the hell did these yeah. people think they are? And why, why humiliate? You know, yes. like what, what what's with the humiliation these I days? Agree. Like, okay, I got to pay you to be able to perform to to kind of rent your audience. Yeah, mind you, I've never heard of you, and I don't. I've listened to your material, and it's not very good. And I've got to schlep your gear. So the, it's like any any young artist that's up and coming right now. It's like how how are you doing this? How how is anybody doing this? You know. I have the the gratitude. I have the luxury of of playing with you know um kunk. with Kunk. Yeah, with with guys that uh you know CJ I'll say something to CJ like oh CJ came in to rehearsal and he's like here's footage of me playing with Dennis DeYoung on Solid Gold oh. in 1987. I'm like Holy shoulder pads, Batman, look at you. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, God, I was like, I was 10. And he's like, shut up. I'm like, no, 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 don't misinterpret. I'm not making fun of you for being an older right, cat. Right, right, I'm envious because you were doing this yes. in the heyday. I'm like, I bet you got paid pretty well for doing that TV appearance. Yes. You didn't even have to play a note because it was all lip synced at that point. <laughs> And now, True. you've got to pay tens of thousands of dollars to, Just to get, have yeah. the luxury of opening up for some, you know. Now, if it was Depeche Mode or, or somebody... Ooh, why not? Yeah, I would pay to open up for Depeche Mode. Yep. Sure would. Yep. I would take no money to go on a 40-day tour. I don't
0: know if we no. talked about, I don't know if we talked about like Duran Duran paying Blondie uh seven, $8,000 to go on their US tour.
1: We didn't talk about that, but... Uh, they did that. They, well... That was, was that it. was like 81, 82, Yeah, because
0: yeah. Blondie was the biggest act, and yeah. they wanted to penetrate the U.S. market, so right. you rent you rent the audience. But, but
1: so here's the connection with with Skunk and Duran. Duran is being inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. You, right? So I I I I posed the question at the, the last day of the East Coast tour. I'm like, uh, Mr. Baxter, um. Being that you're in the Hall of Fame, I'm I'm wondering if I can ask a favor. Maybe maybe you can you can find out if I can get tickets to, <laughs> to the Hall of Fame induction this year. Because this I think it's September, October, or something. What did he say? I'll, I'll check into that.
0: <laughs> did you say for three?
1: Um, uh, I did, but all three of those are taken. <laughs> I'll ask for a fourth because <laughs> I haven't I haven't I haven't done the follow up <laughs> okay. ask yet. But, you know, I don't know. Like, you know, that's got to be a, a oh, pretty yeah, good yeah. in, right? Yeah. Like, he's in the Hall of Fame. Maybe maybe he can, you know. But, yeah, yeah that's, that's huge. And I and I know both Andy and Warren are going to be there, too. So really?
0: It's, it's a big deal. Warren Couturullo, Andy, Andy Taylor.
1: Cucurullo is going to be there, and Andy Taylor is going to be there. And um, I just hope that Warren st- stays quiet and accepts his... <laughs> place because is there is there gonna, are there
0: issues with Warren and and the rest?
1: Well I mean um
0: did he co-write Ordinary World with with oh well, yeah he's yeah,
1: responsible he for that whole record really yeah okay he's responsible for the second coming of Duran of Duran he yeah. saved their their nineties career and yeah come undone and, and, right. and um yeah ordinary world um uh but yeah I mean I don't think it's any secret that that Warren's got his own mental health battles and what uh,
0: happened they had to kick him out to to bring Andy back well I mean they gave him
1: a nice severance it was just that point in their career it was it was approaching the anniversary year of you know and and it was like we should get the original five together great idea oh crap what do we do with Warren you know cuz and that's brutal and it is they've talked about it I, I you know they've talked about it in interviews and they're like that was one of the worst like Dick what do you move. what do you yeah. what do you say you know um but i i yeah they gave him a nice reference
0: package what's what's your skinny <laughs> on uh on andy leaving what was the reason
1: you Well, know, it depends you, on whose book you read i you know? I, I read i read um
0: <laughs> andy's book was a wild boy yeah, uh, yeah i read yeah, that yeah. and then into the pleasure zone by uh, by the, John Taylor yeah whatever the pleasure corn, groove ple- pleasure groove yeah I, 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 read. I read that too
1: they're both very interesting books and you really get uh, um, it really goes to show in, in one of my favorite quotes of all time I you know I've studied this business I've studied all the documentaries all the biopics all the you know you try to learn from other people's mistakes yeah and uh, it, he sometimes still become the rock and roll cliche and <laughs> make bad decisions, um, but one of the most profound things I've ever heard come out of a rock star's mouth was Barry Gibb in his opening voiceover of the BG's documentary. What did he say? There is no such thing as truth. There is only perspective, Ooh. because if you line up, Ooh. I don't know. Yeah. Ken, Josie, me, we we spent 6 years doing this, but we all have very different accounts yes. of uh, you know. Yes. What Ken did to me or what I did to th- like yes. You line up all three of us, we're going to give you, you know, there's yeah. going to be a little common denominator there.
0: Maybe, maybe uh, we should do that, you know, oh line all three. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Bring Ken and Josie, fine. Nah, we'll just talk to me. So. <laughs>
1: but it just makes really perfect sense. When he said that, I was like, yeah, holy crap. Yes. He's like, you know, uh, me and my two brothers, we spent our entire careers together. You know, they're both, he's the oldest and sadly they're both passed and, and he's the one telling this story, but he's like, if you line up all three of us, we're going to get, you know, there's going to be some common denominators in the stories, but they're going to, they're going to be through the, through the eyes of that person. So, you know, Andy's account of how, you know, it it was a, it was a travel faux pas, you know, in his book, he's like, well, I didn't
0: make a flight. I was in Ibiza.
1: Yeah. Well, (laughs) on my private Island, you know, (laughs) um, and you, you talk to the rest of the guys and it's like, well, yeah, he didn't really want to be there. So we quit, you know? If you ask vince neal uh you know were you fired or did you quit motley crew he'll tell you he was yes. fired in yeah. whatever the 90s and the rest of it no he quit he was like well who the hell you know true who knows so um there is man, no yeah there is, there is no, no truth, truth. there's only is perspective. perspective and um you know your story is your story i you know yeah okay
0: i'll land it here how what 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 advice can you give to those drummers on instagram and TikTok and open your
1: mouth <laughs> <laughs> the first thing i can be a real jerk uh because a million things but really in all honesty the first thing that comes to my mind play with dynamics jesus thank you <laughs> thank you you yeah. young you know there are these young drummers are just doing things that are unbelievable like blazing chops there's a but the big but is you have no feel and no dynamics to your your guns a is not playing music thank you and playing your covers and and you know i'm so sick <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll oh, yeah, just, just open the real pissy, But you know what? These preach these sixteen year old girls in half shirts that have more endorsements because they have a hundred and thirty thousand views because they're playing some some cover, yeah. you know.
0: And, they could play every long. God.
1: <laughs> uh, they've never played a gig outside their bedroom. Nope. Never ever now okay you have 110 and I'm not going to be able to compete with that I don't even want to do videos because I'm never going to compete with that yeah just don't care to you know um play with dynamics get some feel start figuring out how to how to play s- some lighter you know you know drop down in the verse and then open it up in the court like nobody's thinking about composition or arrangement anymore they're just beating the shit out of their drums. And it's really annoying, but they look really good doing it.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mark <laughs> damien Yeah, baby. Oh, oh. Woo! I knew I was gonna get you riled up. <laughs> 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 yeah.